0: Hello, this is Andy, and you're listening to Federal Andy. Episode 27, Stochastic Terrorism. A lot of you may have heard the term stochastic terrorism lately. That's spelled S-T-O-C-H-A-S-T-I-C. And the word stochastic in everyday language, according to dictionary.com, means random. And of course, terrorism refers to violence motivated by ideology. Again, according to Dictionary.com, stochastic terrorism is, quote, the public demonization of a person or group resulting in the incitement of a violent act which is statistically probable but whose specifics cannot be predicted, end quote. And sticking with Dictionary.com, They say the idea behind stochastic terrorism is, one, a leader or organization uses rhetoric in the mass media against a group of people. Two, this rhetoric, while hostile or hateful, doesn't explicitly tell someone to carry out an act of violence against that group, but a person feeling threatened is motivated to do so as a result. That individual act, I'm sorry, number three, that individual act of political violence can't be predicted as such, but that violence will happen is much more probable thanks to the rhetoric. And number four, this rhetoric is thus called stochastic terrorism because of the way it incites random violence. And it's no secret that the folks on the right have been after Nancy Pelosi. They've been demonizing her for many, many years. And this is an ugly trend that has been getting worse in the United States in politics for many years It's not something that Donald Trump caused or created, but I kind of feel like Donald Trump might be the result of this trend. But he has certainly encouraged it, and it has certainly gotten worse since he became more of a public figure in the world of politics. There's really no doubt that the Speaker was the target of the attack at the Pelosi house on uh, Friday. The assailant broke into the house and was looking for Nancy Pelosi and was shouting, Where is Nancy? That is the same thing that insurrectionists called out when they breached the U.S. Capitol on January 6, 2021. And he said that he would wait until Nancy got home when Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul Pelosi, said that she wasn't there. Now, the Republican Party and leaders of the Republican Party have pretty much dismissed that there's a connection between their rhetoric and the attack on the Pelosi at the Pelosi house they have conveniently turned to blaming democrats and their policies on crime and they have suggested that uh, the political violence escalation in this country is likely the result of general anxiety around election legitimacy Well, I've said it before, folks, and I'm going to say it again. There is no issue with election legitimacy. There was no rigging of the 2020 election. There was no voter fraud. That is all a bunch of BS. There is no evidence that exists anywhere. Nobody has anything to show that there is any type of voter fraud in the election or rigging. And in this country, at least the country that we used to have, the country that we should have, you have to prove when somebody has done something wrong. You have to prove it. So, again, I say to the folks on the right, cough it up or shut the hell up about it. Because what they are doing is they are inciting violence. Even back in the years before Nancy Pelosi became Speaker of the House, uh, a lot of the Republicans in the party and those um, near the party, you know, talking heads on television – uh, demonized her on a regular basis. They have featured Nancy Pelosi in attack ads and they have condemned her for breathing practically on Fox News. Marjorie Taylor Greene, the Republican House Representative from Georgia, has uh, directly said. Uh, has indicated support for violence against Nancy Pelosi. She's made comments. And uh, right-wing militia groups such as the Oath Keepers and the Three Percenters have also talked about uh, her assassination. Why Marjorie Taylor Greene is still sitting in the House of Representatives is beyond me. But I think that this is a very good reflection as to what has happened to the party on the right that was known, and they still refer to themselves as the Republican Party. But my father was a Republican, and I don't think if he were still alive today that he would approve of this type of behavior at all. We see people like uh, Elon Musk, the uh, guy who is the billionaire that owns uh, Tesla. I He's the CEO of Tesla and SpaceX and all of that. Um, bought Twitter last week. And the Republicans were just thrilled. Absolutely thrilled. And he has advanced a right-wing anti-LGBTQ conspiracy theory around the circumstances of the attack, as have others. And when called out on it, the coward that he is, he deleted his post instead of explaining why he posted it to begin with. Didn't apologize, he just deleted it. But it was on Twitter long enough that uh, everybody got screenshots and took pictures and all of that, so um it 's still out there the conspiracy theory that uh, some on the right have tried to promote was that the intruder the um, well the uh, failed assassin. Because I don't think there's too much doubt if Nancy Pelosi had been there and the circumstances had been similar, she probably would have been assassinated. Uh, They're trying to make it sound like Paul Pelosi is gay or bisexual and this was a person that he invited into the home and uh, there was some kind of an altercation because of a sexual relationship, none of which is true. And when you go back and look at this guy's uh, – the attacker's uh, social media postings and things like that, it's very obvious that he is um, <laughs> an extreme right-winger. And uh, I, that usually doesn't match up too well with uh, being um, a supporter of gay rights. But the attacks have to be addressed. You can't just say this stuff, just put it out there and just let it go. People have to be responsible for their words. And I think people who are elected public officials who are supposed to be servants of the public. They're supposed to be working for the American people, have a responsibility to account for the things that they say. And if they make a mistake or if they misspeak, they ought to say, you know what? I'm sorry. I was wrong about that. I take it back. Please accept my apology. I hold elected officials to a higher standard than the average person. They should know better. If they don't know better, they're in a position to find out before they open their big mouth and incite violence against someone else. Going back to 2006, uh, that was an election year, the Republicans ran an enormous amount of attack ads That featured uh, unflattering photos of Pelosi. They made her look angry or bug eyed or startled. Those ads increased in 2010 after she had become the Speaker of the House. The Republicans made her the face of their attacks on the Affordable Care Act. And they launched a Fire Pelosi campaign, which involved a bus tour and images of Pelosi engulfed in flames. Why is this tolerated by the American people? Why is this not illegal? I mean, I understand about free speech, but when you're showing someone that is third in line for the presidency, basically, or I guess second in line, um, being engulfed in flames, I think that's wrong. I've noticed that a lot of the advertisements against Democrats who are African-American, they will tint their skin in the ad to make them appear darker than they really are. Because I guess darker is scarier. But they had a thing on the news the other night where they showed the original picture the original image that was used for the ad, and the skin had definitely been darker, darkened, and the eyes are often uh, made to look very dark, so they look demonic or something. It's just, it's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. It's, it's, it's beneath a legit the the actions of a legitimate po- political party in the United States. I understand politics can get a little bit nasty, but this is really getting out of control. Uh, Donald Trump pretty much had remained silent initially on uh, about the attack on, on Paul Pelosi. But he has shared photos uh, or videos uh, that have been doctored. Uh, of Nancy Pelosi that uh, are in, the intention is to call into question her mental fitness. He has retreated accusations that she was drinking booze on the job. And uh, there's just been an almost endless uh, garbage trail of derogatory nicknames for her, uh, among them Crazy Nancy, Nervous Nancy, and Nancy Antoinette. One of the news hosts on Fox News, Mark Levin, called Nancy, quote, a nasty old bag. That's what she is, a nasty, vicious, unhinged fool who has the hots for Trump and can't get Trump out of her head, end quote. It's ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. In 2018 and 2019, Marjorie Taylor Greene seemed to suggest uh, that she supported Nancy Pelosi's execution, along with some other prominent Democrats. She liked a Facebook post that said, A bullet to the head would be the most expedient way to end Pelosi's speakership. Taylor Green also claimed in a Facebook uh, video that Pelosi was guilty of treason, and said, "Quote a crime punishable by death is what treason is." End quote. Unreal, absolutely unreal, and prominent Republicans that are currently running for office use this tragedy to make fun, make a joke out of it. Carrie Lake, who is the Republican election denier, says she has the evidence that the 2020 election was stolen, but she's not going to give it to the media because the media probably wouldn't use it. Really, that's what she said. She also said that uh, she would uh, believe the election results if she won, And I guess the conclusion to that is the unsaid part of that sentence is that if she loses, she's not going to believe the election results. But uh, she is a nutcase deluxe, folks. And uh, when she was talking to a crowd of supporters on Monday – she made a remark that said, quote, it is not impossible to protect our kids at school. They act like it is. Nancy Pelosi, well, she's got protection when she's in D.C. Apparently, her house doesn't have a lot of protection, end quote. And the moderator who was up there on stage with her in front of the audience just thought that was so funny. He, he just had to hold his papers up in front of his face, and he was bent over laughing. He just thought that was so hilarious. Yeah, that's really funny. Absolutely. Um, How about Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin? He's a Republican. He joked on Friday uh, about the violent attack on Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband, and he said, quote, Speaker Pelosi's husband... They had a break-in last night in their house. He was assaulted. There's no room for violence anywhere, but we're going to send her back to be with him in California end quote and then he finished it off by saying, quote, "That's what we're going to do end quote. And the crowd cheered cheered. You know, I can remember a few years back when uh, a Republican member of Congress, um, I think his name was Steve Scalise, uh, was shot. And uh, I don't recall a lot of Democrats uh, in prominent positions making fun of that. I don't recall a single one. I do recall some of them saying this is a good example of why we need better gun laws in this country, which to me is a very reasonable reaction. Just the same as when children are murdered in school. We hear Republicans say, you know, now's not the time to talk about it. Yes, it is. It's exactly the time to talk about it. And it's happening so frequently, these mass shootings, mass murders in the United States. There's not really that much time to let it die down where it could be considered an appropriate time, according to those on the right, to have a discussion about it. Because they happen almost every day. So there's not going to be a good time, according to them. So I guess we just ignore it. Apparently, that's what they want. But the Republicans uh, are very lax on guns. I truly think that they would just hand out guns to children at, uh, at birth if they could. Because they don't want any restrictions, no background checks, If you're on the terrorist list and you can't get on an airplane and fly somewhere because you're considered a danger, well, that's okay. Give them a gun. Give them a gun. No safety training, no permits, no nothing. And then we hear about these instances where children pick up a gun that has been carelessly left laying down somewhere in a house, laying out on a table, and they shoot somebody and kill them. A lot of the time, the person who owns the gun, the parent, is not held responsible for what happened. I guess that's because there's and they're so upset over it, we don't want to add to them being upset, right? But the parents of the kid that went to school one morning and never came home because they were assassinated, <laughs> mass murdered at school, well, you know, they were actors. Actors, just pretending just pretending that their children died. This is crazy stuff, people. And if we allow these people to get elected, we are basically encouraging this type of behavior going forward. Is that really the type of America you want? Because I know I sure don't. I am tired of it. We have... Lots of legitimate problems in this country today. Problems that need our attention. And we're wasting our time on this garbage. There was a time when I don't think that this type of rhetoric on the part of a politician would have been Tolerated, and why is it that someone who is a Democrat like Al Franken, who was accused of uh, doing something to a woman that I guess he was uh, uh, when it was when they were acting when he was an actor before he became a politician, he was accused of inappropriately. I don't remember the details, touching or saying something. But I do recall that everybody on the right was absolutely outraged and demanded that he resign and that he leave Congress. And he did. But then a few years later, the person that they have running for president says on videotape, That, you know, it's okay to just grab women in an inappropriate manner, a sexual manner, because you're famous. They'll let you do it. You can get away with it. How many women have come forward and accused him of inappropriately touching them? He's been accused of raping women. He's in court right now defending himself against a rape accusation where apparently... There's DNA evidence. But that was okay with the Republicans. Man, they were gung-ho to support him. Why the hypocrisy? Why the double standard? And why is America tolerating this type of behavior? The Republicans keep screaming and screaming and screaming About Hunter Biden and the laptop and all of that. And the inappropriate job he had for the company in Ukraine. Okay. Well, if he did something wrong, I think he needs to be investigated. And if he has committed a crime, yeah, he should be charged and tried. But how about the Trump kids? Hmm? How about the fact that Donald Trump and his family profited from the presidency during his term in office? How about that fishy $2 billion deal that Jared Kushner, Donald Trump's son-in-law, made with the Saudis? I don't hear people on the right screaming that that needs to be investigated. Why not? They're they're concerned about Hunter Biden, but when it's one of their own, forget it. Forget it. The Republican Party has gone off the deep end, folks. I know a lot of people who were Republicans in the past have now left the party. Some of them have uh, switched to being an independent, and some of them have become Democrats. But there are still a lot of people that support this type of garbage, these shenanigans. And they think it's funny. Well, let me tell you something. These people come after their own, eventually. On January the 6th, there was a very, very good chance that Mike Pence, Vice President Mike Pence, who stood beside President Trump all those years that he was in office, almost adoringly stood right behind him, supporting him. There was a good opportunity or good chance that he could have been killed by the uh, attackers, the domestic terrorists on January the 6th. They were looking for him. They brought in a gallows. They were armed. So they come after their own. Do you think that they're not going to go after their supporters at some point? If they're going to treat their very own people, their top people, this way, how do you think they're going to treat others? Do you think you're special and somehow you would be immune from uh, any uh, uh, attack? Well, (laughs) do you really want to find out? You know, they use people to get what they want and then they kick them to the curb. This vote... This year, midterms is, is absolutely the most consequential vote uh, in generations. And it's not so much the economy. Yeah, I know a lot of people are hurting right now, but I've given examples as to why voting for a Republican isn't the right move to address that. But the economy will get better. Gas prices will probably come down, but there's still that problem that we need to address climate change and how burning fossil fuels is impacting the climate. And the climate is going to increase costs for all of us. Every single one of us is going to end up paying more out of our pockets because of the climate. Crime is going to go up, crime is going to come down, hopefully. All of these things are variables and all of these things can be addressed, but you need to look at the parties and the people in those parties and see what they support. If you think crime is too high, you have to accept the fact that guns play a huge part in crime, and if you want crime to reduce crime, to change crime, <clears throat> excuse me, you have to address the gun issue. You cannot just say, well, okay, <laughs> forget that. The bottom line here is that you cannot be a legitimate political party in the United States of America if you are going to condone members of your party who are currently sitting in Congress or at the top of leadership in various states across the country. You cannot stand by and tolerate them inciting violence or condoning violence or making fun ...of the misfortunes of others because it's a poor reflection on your party as a whole. And it completely removes any ounce of credibility that your party has. You cannot stand by and allow members of your party to spread lies, conspiracy theories... And then stand back and criticize the other party that's not doing these things and act like they're the problem. And that's what the Republicans are doing today. They no longer are conservative Uh, fiscally, no, that they've run up the debt with their wars and with their tax cuts over and over and over and over for, for the wealthy and for businesses making promises over and over to the American people that haven't happened. All of those high-paying jobs we were promised decades ago still haven't arrived. And we have added lots of millionaires to the population in the United States and lots of new billionaires. Meanwhile, the middle class is shrinking, union membership is shrinking, and adult children are living at home with their parents this is not progress progress this is not progressing You cannot say that you are the party of values and morals when your leader has been married 3 times and has cheated on every single one of his wives when he has been your leader has been accused of raping multiple women sexually assaulting multiple women when the leader of your party has a history going back decades of lying and racism discrimination hatred and an ego that is way out of control because he ain't as a as handsome as he thinks he is. He ain't as smart as he thinks he is, and I'm pretty sure he's probably not as wealthy as he wants everybody else to think he is. He's not a genius. And when you have people in your party, in Congress, accusing members of the uh, the opposing party of molesting children <laughs> when the leader of your party used to hang out with a known child molester and is in pictures with child molesters really really <laughs> The Republican Party depends on their supporters to not check facts. They complain about the economy, but they have voted against every single thing that the Democrats have brought to the floor to try to help people out. And where is the Republican plan for helping people They don't have to wait until they're in control of the House or the Senate or the White House to submit legislation for consideration. If they really care about you, why aren't they doing something on their own? Why didn't they introduce legislation to lower gas prices that they're so concerned about? Where is the Republican legislation addressing crime? Where is it? Why are they waiting? People are dying every day. People are having their homes broken into and vandalized. People are being attacked in their home while they're sleeping in their own bed. Where's the legislation, Republicans? Health care is a huge issue. You want to talk about economic problems? A lot of Americans are really struggling With health care issues, trying to pay for their health care costs. Prescription medicines. Where's your legislation to help people out? You don't like the Affordable Care Act? Goodness knows you've spent how mint how much time trying to repeal the Affordable Care Act? Over and over and over and over and over again. Where's your legislation? We were promised that there was going to be something better, more affordable. Where the heck is it? Cough it up. Cough it up, Republicans, or shut the hell up, because I and a bunch of other Americans are really sick of this garbage. Fed up with it. We have legitimate problems that are not being tended to because of these stupid distractions. Weird things going on in the basement of a pizza parlor in Washington, D.C., and the building doesn't even have a basement. You guys can't even, you don't even try to get your facts straight. Sucking brain fluid out of children? I mean, come on. What the hell? Space lasers from Jewish people? It's just nuts. Folks, you keep electing people like this, and you're not happy with the way things are in the world, maybe you need to look at who you're electing. Because these people are spending a lot of time coming up with this garbage instead of working for you. They're not working for you. They're working for their own benefit. They're working for their wealthy donors who are flooding their campaign accounts with money partly because they're not going to pass legislation that might help people because you know why? It might be bad for business. If they pass legislation that would lower the price of gas in this country, well, guess what? That might impact the profits of the oil companies that are flooding their personal accounts with money. They're not working for you. They're working for themselves. And they're justifying it with this insane garbage to distract you so that you're not really paying attention to this. So America, start asking these people. You've got less than a week. Start confronting them. Where is your legislation to address crime? Crime has been a problem for a long time. Where is it? Where's your legislation? Why haven't you written anything? You personally, you're running for office. You want to keep your seat. Where's your legislation? I haven't seen it. Where's your legislation that's going to lower my health care costs? Where's your legislation that is going to bring the costs of health care down and prescription medicines and the cost of gas? They don't have anything, people. They don't have anything. There's nothing out there. They're not working. You're paying them hundred and seventy thousand dollars a year to sit around and come up with this garbage about the pizza parlor with with the basement, all the things going on in the basement. There isn't even a basement in that building. And, you know, I keep thinking about a comment that a Republican made, I guess it was last year, Madison Cawthorn, about being invited to orgies. Do you think maybe... (laughs) there's a little bit of truth in that. I don't know. But I'll tell you what, the Republicans sure repelled him out of the party quickly, didn't they? Folks, you got to vote this year. And you may not like what most of the Democrats stand for, but if you like democracy and if you like having a say in what happens or if you like at least having the opportunity to speak freely, you can't vote for Republicans. They tried to overthrow the government in Janu- on January 6th, 2021, because they didn't like the fact that the American people didn't vote for their dear leader, Donald Trump. He lost the popular vote by millions and millions of votes. The only reason he got into office the first time was because of the Electoral College, which the Republicans have spent decades gerrymandering. He lost to Hillary Clinton. The majority of the people in this country did not want Donald Trump to be president. He's been impeached twice, the Republicans, who had control of the Senate, refused to actually hold a trial, basically. It was a sham. When you've got people pulling dirty tricks like this, manipulating things to their political advantage, do you think that works out for your best interests in the long run? No. No. No, it doesn't. It does not. Americans pay more for health care than anybody else in the world. We pay more for prescription medicines than anybody else in the world. We pay more for Internet in this country. And we have slower speeds on our Internet than other countries. Why is it that it's costing Americans more to get less? Our life expectancy is not as good as it is in other countries. The overall happiness of the people of the country is lower in the United States than it is in other countries. There's a whole lot of things that could be addressed in the United States, but we can't do it. If you have a political party who's going to spend their time inciting violence against leaders of the opposing party and spouting conspiracy theories that have been debunked over and over again that they have no evidence to support, they just expect you to believe them. Meanwhile, the world keeps turning and time keeps passing and with it, goes the opportunity to make life better for Americans, truly make life better for Americans. So if you want that opportunity, if you want that promise, that hope, you're going to have to vote for Democrats. And you're going to have to realize that the Democrats, uh, yeah, they're not going to vote for a bunch of tax cuts for the wealthy. And they might actually raise taxes on the wealthy, but why would that concern you? You're worried about paying the gas bill or filling up the tank on your vehicle so that you can go to work this week. Millionaires aren't doing that. Increasing taxes on millionaires and billionaires isn't going to hurt The millionaires or the billionaires a bit. They're still going to live exactly the way they are right now. They're just not going to have quite as much money stuck in their Cayman Islands account or their account over in Switzerland. But guess what? They may be able to give the middle class a tax break or maybe restore the $300 a month uh, child tax credit so that we can uh, remove children that are living in poverty. If if we're really a country that's pro-life, if we're really supposed to be a Christian nation, don't you think those are things we would be doing without having to be forced? The Republicans aren't going to do any of those things. If your life was better because you were getting a little more money earlier, just think about it. That can come back, but you're going to have to vote for Democrats. And you're going to have to put enough Democrats in Congress that they can get some of this stuff done. Like raising the minimum wage. Yeah, it may cost businesses a little more money, sure. But you know what? Corporations are making huge profits and have been for a while. A lot of corporations are spending millions and millions of dollars buying back their own stock. They're doing really well. But the people who are working for minimum wage need a break because they can't survive on that. And as a caring, humane country, we need to make sure that we don't have people living under those conditions. So you either want democracy or you want fascism and authoritarianism because that's what the Republicans are going to bring you. They're going to bring you authoritarianism where your vote really doesn't matter. You want to talk about a rigged election? A rigged election is when you go to vote in Arizona and your candidate gets the most votes, but your secretary of state or the person at your county election level decides that I just don't like the way this looks. So I am going to, by the powers given to me by the Republican-controlled legislature, I'm going to turn in uh, the vote count for the candidate that I prefer instead. And at that point, folks, democracy is dead, and you will take whatever they shove down your throat. And right now, you might think, well, that's not too bad. I, I like these crazy candidates. But you know what? At some point, they're going to do something that you're not going to like, and you're not going to have any outlet to speak up. You may be treated like, uh, oh, the people in Russia. They're spending a fortune on war in Russia, and most of the people over there don't like it. The ones that know the truth, because over there, you know, they're Media is, uh, I think, controlled by the government mostly, so they can't really say what's really going on. But if you do something over in Russia to protest the things that the government's doing that you don't like, they just throw you in jail, and that's where you sit and rot. It's not a pleasant thought, America, so vote carefully. And realize that you may have to hold your nose and vote for a Democrat this time. And then hold their feet to the fire. And I will tell you, a lot of progressives and Democrats and independents will do the same thing. They will say, okay, Democrats, we gave you what you need. Fix this country now. And we're not talking about fixing elections. We're talking about fixing the problems that we've got. Do something for the majority of the people for a change instead of for the minority wealthy. Less than a week, folks. Vote early if you can and vote blue all the way down the ballot, top to bottom. We have got to get these crazy people in the Republican Party out of their seats or put enough Democrats in seats where they can tell these people to just shut up and let them do things to help the people. Because we, the people, are not happy with the way things are going. And electing a bunch of crazy people who are going to spout conspiracy theories and tell you lies about things that they have evidence about, but They're not gonna share it with anybody. It's a big secret. It's insane, people. Don't put up with it anymore. Your kids deserve better. Your elderly parents and grandparents deserve better. Republicans want to cut Social Security and Medicare and Medicaid. It's your money you paid into that What do you think they're going to do with your money? Do you want it back? Well, if you want it back, they need to protect Social Security. The Democrats actually want to expand Social Security and make it work better for everybody. The Republicans don't. Vote in your best interest for a change. And if something doesn't make sense, stop voting for these people that are telling you All of these things are going on that are just completely crazy. Vote. Vote, vote, vote. Take friends. Don't let them intimidate you. Only one party's trying to intimidate you at the uh, ballot box this year, and it's not the Democrats. It's the Republicans. Vote them out, people. Vote them out, and maybe that will give their party leaders a chance to regroup and figure out where they've gone wrong and get their act back together again so that they can be a legitimate political party again instead of a cult dedicated to a man that is not worthy of being idolized. Thank you for listening. I would be grateful to you if you'd subscribe and share this podcast to let your friends and family know about it. You can also find me on Twitter at Federal Andy, and I'd be really grateful if you would follow me. I usually follow back. Be happy, safe, and healthy, and I'll hopefully be talking to you again next week.